0: For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Heather Engel. Welcome to the Seeking Cyber Maryland podcast, brought to you by the Federal Business Council. Across the United States, Maryland has been referred to as the hub for all things cybersecurity. In this series, we'll be speaking with various cybersecurity leaders to learn about their point of view and role in the state's cybersecurity ecosystem. To learn more about the Cyber Maryland Conference taking place on December 6th and 7th at the College Park Marriott Hotel and Conference Center in Hyattsville, Maryland, visit cybermarylandconference.com. Joining me today is Kyle Wagner, Senior Director and CISO for Purdue Farms. Kyle, welcome.
1: Thank you, Heather. Glad to be here today.
0: To start things off, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your role?
1: Yeah, absolutely. As a CISO for Purdue... For those that may not be as familiar, we're a hundred and three-year-old company based in Maryland. And so a large privately held company and started here four years ago and as tasked with the opportunity to help protect what is also critical infrastructure. So if you see our products on the food shelf there at the grocery store, that's what we're doing is helping Feed America. And it's a wonderful company with a wonderful mission and I'm glad to be here today to talk about it. Just a little bit about myself. I'm a local Maryland born and raised here on the Eastern Shore. So now Ocean City, Maryland is my home, and Salisbury, Maryland is where I work for Purdue. So it's great to be on the podcast today. Heather sharing about not just cybersecurity, but Maryland as a whole and looking at the technology that is now coming together for not just the state, but the country here. And we're really at that hub uh, where we have this intersection of a lot of technology and government. And startups as well. So cybersecurity is something that not only have been a part of for the last 20 years, but also something that I think is becoming ever more important in helping both the national issues that you see today, as well as helping private and public enterprises.
0: Maryland has been called the center of gravity for all things cybersecurity in the U.S. What makes Maryland the right place for this and why?
1: I think for me, it's kind of that intersection which you're seeing, uh, both education, so some great universities, John Hopkins is where I attended, as well as Salisbury University, but there's so many hubs here in Maryland and in D.C., and I think that outflow of talent is causing some significant opportunities for having the right people in the right place, plus the government, both in Maryland and federal, where you're seeing a lot of needs for cyber today, and of course, as I mentioned, the private sector, and I think It's not just tech companies, but all companies, including the food and agriculture companies that here I am as well. And so I think this is a prime place to be a part of that. You don't have to go to the West Coast. I think there are some significant opportunities here, and you can't go very far without seeing the need for cybersecurity. And certainly Maryland is becoming one of those innovation hubs where you're seeing that intersection of both government, private and kind of public sectors also coupled with the opportunity for the talent to be developed as well. And I am a part-time adjunct professor. So I put that in there as an opportunity that it is kind of a life cycle of cyber for Maryland. So excellent question, Heather.
0: And you mentioned something that I thought was interesting in that your company is part of what we consider to be critical infrastructure. What are some of the biggest challenges that the cybersecurity industry faces and specifically in your position as part of that critical infrastructure? Can you talk to us a little bit about that?
1: For us, it seems to bring a heightened awareness to the mission that we have to be the most trusted name in food and agriculture. And when we look at critical infrastructure, that's something we want to live up to, not just for our our consumers, but really the country as a whole as part of national security. So we look at the threat of cyber war. We look at that pipeline, that supply chain of how do we keep America fed? And as you kind of go back a few years in the pandemic and we saw some supply chain shortages, that really... Cause some panic for individuals and so for us if that were at scale largely across the united states not just maryland that would be detrimental so i go to work every day with a purpose that it's not just for what we're doing for purdue but what we're doing for the country and we feed america and that's something we live up to and again something That when I look at cyber as a whole, I'm not here to just stop malware, stop hackers. I'm actually living out the opportunity to protect something that the nation, the government, has decided this is critical for the well-being of our society. So it's a dual-purpose mission for me. Every day that I go to work is something that helps support that goal.
0: When it comes to industry news, what are some of the sources that you follow?
1: I will say that I follow many different sources, whether it's subscriptions that I may have through a Gartner or vanta, or, you know, community-based groups, or also be online readings as well. Of course, some of the bigger names, the Wall Street Journal and so forth, and then some of the lesser ones that would be more tech-oriented, you know, dark reading would be one, for example. But I would say that I get the most germane, most timely information from some of the social media that might be LinkedIn or Twitter or some other avenues and then smaller groups that I'm part of where we're all feeding into one another. The last source, but also a very trusted source of connections, and hopefully other systems are taking advantage of this, ISACs that they could take part of where there's information sharing and analysis centers. There's actually one for food and ag. And there's also state level ones as well. And the last one on that is information from CISA, from the FBI. Again, very strong partnerships there to help not just critical infrastructure but those that are interested in understanding what the government is seeing. And that partnership has been increasing over the last few years. I've had the opportunity to be a part of that. And again, there's some very timely information. So I would say I get more information that I probably need, but getting the right information at the right time is what I'm looking for the most.
0: Yeah. And it sounds like that collaborative approach with the ISACs and some of the groups that are specifically related to your industry help a lot with you understanding what's the critical right information that we need to know and what is some of the other things that are just nice to know or nice to have.
1: Yeah, absolutely. There's so much information out there, which is a positive thing because no matter what industry you are, you know, have that insight and really intelligence is key to being informed and providing the protective measures but i would say that so much and figuring out how do you filter that to find out what is most important today and what you're doing tomorrow that's kind of the sifting that i have to do at a high level to figure out how to triage what's important for me again i appreciate the overwhelming information and partnerships with all of the organizations because it's so critical for all of us to be informed. And I think together collectively as CISOs in Maryland and around the country that we're all working together, even if we're in industries that may be competing with one another, but we all have a common goal. And that is one, ensuring that the cyber threat actors aren't targeting any of us. Cause when one feels that we all feel it. And again, we have a common, we'll say enemy in this situation and together we win together. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsor.
0: The Cyber Maryland Conference is an annual event presented by the Cyber Maryland Advisory Board in conjunction with academia, government, and private industry organizations. This annual two-day educational conference and trade show will be held at the College Park Marriott Hotel and Conference Center on December 6th and 7th, 2023. We invite you to join us at this premier event, providing networking opportunities to share information and encourage the ongoing development and knowledge base of cybersecurity on all levels, from professionals in the industry to students and educators alike. To find out more, visit cybermarylandconference.com.
1: And now back to the podcast.
0: Do you attend conferences and events regularly? Is that a source of information and connection for you?
1: I will periodically attend events, and I will say it's for me whether they're local ones or national ones that you may hear of that are more popular or they have repeat places where they host these events. It is part two things for me. One is the opportunity to learn and see what's in the market and what others are bringing to the table, right? So connecting vendors and buyers such as myself and understanding also some of the educational aspects of what are some of the trends around some of the solutions and ideas out there. The one I find most valuable is the opportunity to hear from some of the leaders in the space, some of the colleagues that I have, peer groups, and also getting to network with other individuals. Again, it goes back to that threat and intelligence sharing. Is relationships are more important than ever? And being at these conferences, I think, is a lot about relationship building, networking, not just from a opportunity to buy or to get something but it's really companionship and understanding how others are solving this as well and I think together we all learn from one another and again coming together to help stop cyber threats and I think that's the huge part for me is that networking camaraderie and understanding what others are doing and really having a sounding board and I would say very rarely if any I've ever been turned down and so I reached out to someone and said, hey I'm looking at this can you provide a second opinion or how are you approaching this topic? I would say it's a very friendly community, and I love being a part of it.
0: That's great. What's the value of gatherings such as the Cyber Maryland Conference?
1: I think that is absolutely key, especially for one that is is focused on the well-being of institutions and organizations within Maryland being plugged in to those groups, to attendees and other colleagues that are showing up there, because again, we have a common theme, where we're both of this common area and we have a lot of businesses that depend on each other as well. For me, that networking opportunity to be there is absolutely paramount to what I do. I will say early on in my career, some 20 years ago, I spent more time on the technical side of things and certifications and training. I would say as I've gotten further along, it's more about that relationship and those things have paid dividends. And that's where I focus a lot more in these conferences. So yeah, upcoming, The Cyber Maryland Conference, I'm actually going to be a part of is a way that I get to participate. And we have a wonderful session that I get to be a part of. The Cyber Panel, what are the challenges we will face in 2024? So I'm looking forward to being a part of that on December 6th. Excellent opportunity to come hear what's going on with some of the smartest folks in cyber in Maryland will be there. And of course, it's a two-day session, so I'll be around for the other ones as well. And look forward to anyone that comes out and attends. I'd love to connect with you.
0: Great. What are some of the biggest changes you've observed in the cybersecurity industry over the past several years or even decades?
1: Unfortunately, the trends have not been favorable. There's continuing an uptick in the amount of cyber attacks, the devastation, the frequency. And unfortunately, the side effects just hurt all of us, right? Whether it's, for example, data breaches that you would read on the news sometimes has impacts on the data that you have as a customer, the products you buy at the store prices go up, and so forth. And so really, there's no benefit to these things. And what we're seeing is that they're more likely to occur and more damaging as they occur because they are, most of them, financially incentivized to do so, whether it's a ransomware attack or a data breach or some type of double extortion. And I think now we have the threat of cyber war. So we look at the geopolitical situation that's continuing to evolve, whether we look historically at Russia or China or the Middle East, Again, those things don't seem to be going away, but continuing to face even more challenges. So I think for us, it's even more important that we work together to help solve these situations and prevent them from being material for Maryland organizations. Because whether it's the Maryland government we're supporting, the constituents and the people here, the businesses that we rely on and are part of, I think it's a team effort for us. So again, the cyber threat landscape is continuing to evolve. And what is a larger risk area? And for Purdue, you know, when we look at wide risk, you know, we're critical infrastructure. So we always look at that as an opportunity where We have a dual mission of not just running an organization, but feeding America and helping from national security. What are we doing to protect that infrastructure? That is relatively a newer focus for us in terms of, hey, we are part of a bigger ecosystem. What are we going to do to help kind of manage that risk?
0: Well, Kyle, thank you very much for your time today. Is there anything else you'd like to add just in closing?
1: I would say thank you for your time. Thanks for having me today and certainly appreciate the opportunity. Again, I love hearing from others. So if you get a chance to be at the Valley Conference, I would love to speak to you, hear what you're going through. Of course, happy to share more there at that conference as well. So come hear us on December 6th and 7th. Thank you, Heather.
0: Thank you. For WCYB Digital Radio, I'm Heather Engel. Joining me today was Kyle Wagner, Senior Director and CISO for Purdue Farms. The Seeking Cyber Maryland podcast is sponsored by the Federal Business Council. To learn more about our sponsor and the Cyber Maryland Conference taking place on December 6th and 7th at the College Park Marriott Hotel and Conference Center in Hyattsville, Maryland, visit CyberMarylandConference.com.